Hey beautiful, Christmas is just a few days away and that in and of itself can bring a lot of stress when you've been through betrayal. But then there's also the loneliness. Loneliness during the holiday season is a real thing, much less when you throw betrayal in the mix of it. Let's talk about six ways that you can deal with loneliness once and for all for the holiday season so that it doesn't wreck the entire holiday for you. Stay tuned. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her, must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. Let me take you on a little time travel. Back to pre-COVID 2019, it was Christmas time and I was still living with my husband. I knew something wasn't quite right. I knew because he very seldom spent a lot of time at home. He had been sleeping in our guest bedroom for about six months, had become extremely distant, and he was very volatile at times. His mood swings were highs and lows, literally all over the place. The gaslighting, manipulation, love bombing, all the things were on high alert. (laughs) Well, that Christmas, he was out once again that evening, and I was home alone. And I remember the loneliness. I remember saying to myself while I was sitting on the couch with a with a hot cup of cocoa, I'm so alone. Here I am married, but I feel so alone. I was watching my Hallmark movies, my Christmas movies, enjoying my Christmas lights, but inside of my own home, in my marriage relationship, I felt alone. Now, fast forward a little bit into 2020, and I was living alone at this time during Christmas. 
I was in my apartment. I had my tree decorated, some other things that were decorated. But I remember a few days before Christmas, just in the quiet, while Hallmark movies were in the background on mute, once again sitting with a hot cup of cocoa, thinking to myself, I am so alone and this doesn't feel good. Well, beautiful, if you've been where I've been or if you are there now, today's episode is for you. Because during that time, I had to make some choices. I had gone through loneliness in 2019 and here I was faced with it at a deeper level because I was separated and yes, my husband was still yo-yoing back and forth between me and the affair person and it was time for me to choose me for the holidays. I had a choice to make. I could either face the holidays with extreme loneliness once again or I could deal with them once and for all. I could take control over them and I could redeem my holiday season. And beautiful, that's what I did. And I'm going to share with you six ways that I did that for myself in 2020 so that I would not be overcome by the loneliness. And I'm really hoping it will help you as well. So grab your pen and paper and let's dive into it. So the first one I want to share with you is to be good to yourself. Now, it might not completely erase all the feelings of the loneliness in and of itself when you're taking special care of yourself, but it can help you to feel better. You can actually enjoy the solitude that you are in. It doesn't have to be something that's dreaded, something that is um, overpowering, something that's dreadful. It can actually be something enjoyable. Now, you can embrace it by things like taking a relaxing bath, giving yourself some spa treatments, curling up with a good book, maybe enjoying a new hobby. I know for me, that year in my apartment, I went to Michael's, which is a craft store, for those of you who don't have Michael's in your area, and I just went and bought the big chunky yarn and YouTubed how to actually create a chunky blanket, how to knit it, hand knit it. And I had spread everything out on my floor with my Christmas music in the background and, you know, my peppermint mocha, which I just absolutely love this time of year, and just started diving in. And it was so much fun. And I enjoyed the creativity. I learned something new. And at the same time, I was doing something for myself. The holiday season is generally a time of joy and love. And for many of us who've gone through betrayal, well, it can be that time of loneliness. So these are the things that we dive into so that we can kind of squash the loneliness monster so that he doesn't win after all. And I created these very, very great things for myself. Now, I also in that part of being good to yourself, chose to spend time with some friends. I took the time to do some things that would also enhance my self-esteem, or at least it gave me a good dose of fun so that my focus was off of the loneliness and I was actually lifting my spirits. One of those things is getting a hot cup of peppermint mocha and going shopping 
Well, my idea of shopping sometimes is just going and sitting someplace and people watching. I did that as a kid. My parents would go shopping and my dad would take us in the middle of the mall. We would grab either an Annie's pretzel or a, you know, the cookie company chocolate chip cookie. We'd get hot chocolate. And while mom shopped, we would people watch. And so in 2020, since we were able to do some shopping, I decided I was going to go back to some things that brought joy to me during my childhood. And I actually sat around and did some people watching. And listen, I actually had a great few laughs and it brought me joy. So the first one is to be good to yourself. Find things that really cause you to feel good and engage in those things. Now, the next one is to really rethink your expectations. You know, part of our holidays are always these high expectations, kind of like Clark Griswold, where we have to have the perfect Christmas. The lights have to just be so the dinner has to be just so elaborate. We've got to have all the family and friends over, the festive wear, you know the story, right? Well, we also know in that story of Christmas vacation that not everything goes as planned. And sometimes, as his wife told him over and over, you need to lower your expectations because they're so very high. And this time of year, well, we can have some pretty high expectations. Well, the absence of a romantic relationship, your marriage, it can also magnify some lonely feelings during this busy time of year. When you're supposed to be going to the parties with your spouse, you're supposed to be exchanging gifts with them, going to family gatherings, enjoying all of the beautiful, jolly feelings with all your loved ones together, maybe some company parties, maybe you used to go out of town to a special trip during the holidays, whatever it is, you have those expectations kind of tucked away in the memory center of your brain and you're recalling those right now. Well, one way to kind of deal with those feelings of loneliness because of these things is to rethink your expectations. Now, that's where you actually come to the realization that it's fine to go to the parties should you choose and to go to them alone alone or to take a really good friend with you. It can be different this year. It doesn't have to be the same way that it used to be. Also, you can recognize and lower the expectation a little bit and say, you know what? This year, the house doesn't have to be as pristine as it always is. So I'll just put up a tree and just have lights on it. You might not want to put the ornaments up beautiful and that's okay. You can lower the expectation and do the things that you know you are capable of doing this year. It's also important to remember that people's lifestyles truly measure up to movie standards of perfect living sometimes, right? Um, We have those expectations. We have to realize that there's very few people that are the Hallmark movie. And I really don't know of any. If you do, please reach out and let me know. (laughs) Not many live in that kind of fairy tale. And not many have the perfect Christmas. So shift your focus to all the great things that you do have in your life. You know, this time of year, social media can definitely create 
a lot of stress for us because we see the picture perfect reel of somebody's home decorated. We also see the reel of them shopping, wrapping gifts, but in the background, out of the picture, we don't see the mess. We don't see the arguing. We don't see the stress. None of that is in that real beautiful. We're only getting just that little, quote, picture-perfect testimonial so that social media can look really good. Well, beautiful, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. It's all over right now, and everybody's making it look so beautiful, and it adds a lot of stress because the expectation is, well, I need to do the same. But do your best to count your blessings instead of comparing yourself to others and the life that they portray online. Because nine times out of 10, the life that they're putting out there is not the life that they're really living. So look at your life and be grateful for what you've come through, for what you have presently, and lower some of those expectations. The third one is understand that you're not alone this time of year. You may feel alone. I understand that feeling quite well. You may feel alone right now. Know that you're not alone though, beautiful. The holidays can be lonely for many, especially through betrayal. And I know you might be missing some of your family members on your spouse's side because you can't see them this year because you're separated. And that can be very grievous, very mournful. You're mourning some of those relationships because you long for that close connection with them. Or maybe there are friends that you had together and you can't see them this year because they've kind of taken a step back because they know about the betrayal and they don't know how to deal with either one of you. So they've kind of taken a step back. But understand that you do have people who are your safe people in your corner. You just have to look deeply to find them. They may be family. They may be church family. They may be friends. Whoever they are, they usually are between one and three people. That's based upon scripture. Yes, Jesus had the multitudes that followed him. He had the 120 that he sent out to do ministry, the 72. He also had the 12. But when it really came down to it, The inner circle was three, just three. So beautiful one to three is usually what most people have in their safe circle. Reach out to them this holiday season, connect with them and recognize they are the ones that are there. Now you might be at home alone sometimes, but it doesn't mean that you are alone. And the one who is with you always, always beautiful is Jesus Christ. He is your constant. He is your help in time of need. He's your strong tower. He is your rock, your fortress. He is the lover of your soul and he will never leave you, nor will he ever forsake you. Go to him, tell him the loneliness you feel, and tell him what you need, and boldly ask him to bring those into your life, to just reach out and touch in such a way that makes you feel less alone. He does still answer prayer today, beautiful. 
All right, number four is to get connected. Again, surround yourself with people who breathe life into you. And I know it's harder to feel, you know, that kind of feeling when you're estranged in your relationship, but surround yourself with people that breathe life into you. Now, that might be even saying hello to some of your neighbors. Maybe it's time to get to know some of them, exchanging a friendly word with people at the office. Maybe it's writing some holiday cards, right? And sending them out to people and reaching out and connect that way. Picking up the phone, calling an old friend that you haven't spoken to in a long time. Maybe it's time to reach out to these people and strengthen the bonds that you used to have so that it can help you feel more connected and less lonely. It might even be time to reach out to some good, safe people over social media and like their post, catch up with some old friendships, but make sure they're safe. That's just my two cents. Okay, number five is to cultivate gratitude. You've heard me say this quite a lot, and I'll say this over and over and over again. Gratitude actually is one of the best ways to ensure that you will heal from betrayal trauma. The benefits of practicing gratitude are many. One easy antidote uh, to that feeling, that deep feeling of loneliness, is to cultivate feelings of gratitude for what you have in your life. I know a lot of times when we've been betrayed, we have the tendency to look at what we're lacking, what we no longer have in our lives. Well, shift the focus, right? Shift the focus to actually look at what you do have, how God has blessed you. And I know at first it's hard to focus on these things, but be intentional and you will truly realize how much you have been blessed. If you're feeling a lack of love in your life, make that effort to focus on the love that you do have, the love from your family, the love from your friends, from neighbors, from those who are at church, even your furry little pets. You know, my little furry girl, Kiva, was definitely a gratitude for me. I was so grateful for her. I praised God for her during that time of separation because she loved me unconditionally. And I was so, so grateful for her. Maintaining a gratitude journal is also a great exercise to do to help you cultivate that attitude of gratitude. So definitely put these things into practice. Another one is to actually examine your feelings. Now, this is your last one. Number six, examine your feelings. Now, what I mean by this is don't deny the way you feel. Don't deny that you're lonely. This is a time of year where a lot of people get lonely, much less when you heap on it that you've gone through betrayal, either because of pornography or because of an actual sexual affair. Well, when you deny your feelings, you're actually hindering your recovery process. But by examining your feelings, by bringing them in and acknowledging that they are there, it helps you to know what changes are in order so that you can continue to move through your healing process. Now, you may want to examine really deeply what's behind that feeling of loneliness. Is it a trauma bond? Is it that you just can't let go of the relationship? Is it past memories? Is it 
the memories of holidays past and you so desire them to be that way again, right? These are things that you can talk to, talk about with your trauma-informed therapist or trauma-informed coach so they can help you process these during the holiday season. And it would be better to help you process them than to bury them. And beautiful, this time of year, we can get stuck in the betrayal trauma and then we end our year on a note of hopelessness and we begin our year on a note of hopelessness. Well, I don't want that for you. I would rather see you turn it around and end your year from a place of hope and begin your year from a place of hope. So one way you can do that to get yourself kind of springboarding to next year is to not stay stuck where you are. If you are in that state of a struggle, if you are, you know, finding out that your husband has betrayed you and you don't know what to do or you've been stuck in it for 10 years, grab my mini course right now. It's 90% off only for 10 more days. That's it. And the price goes back up. So grab it. Go to my website, beautybeyondbetrayal.org. Go to the resource page. Click on the link, Devastated to Determined. Grab it for $27. You heard me right. $27. Christmas gift to yourself. Treat yourself. The gift of healing from the trauma of betrayal is something you deserve. So treat yourself this holiday season. Beautiful. I want to thank you for being here today, and I hope these little six tips helped you as much as they helped me back in 2020. And stay tuned for a special broadcast next week where I'm going to take you through how to actually vision cast for your next year so that you can have the life you desire, even as you heal from betrayal. Be blessed. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.